Welcome to the South Mims U podcast, which I can assure you is much more than a lot of hot air. And that's what we'll be talking about in this episode, hot, pungent air. Simply, we're going to be talking flatulence. Flatus. We'll be gassing about the comedy potential of the humble fart. Ah, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but that's not what we're doing. With me in the studio is Elwood P. Harvey, who's written a paper on the vast potential of bovine flatulence to make us all laugh our way through the apocalypse. Isn't that right, Elwood? No, no, that's not it at all. My paper is a serious scientific study of a solution to the climate crisis. Oh, but this episode is all about the psychology of the comedy fart. And your paper suggests that we can laugh our way into inevitable extinction without a care in the world. It does not. This is... this is very awkward. So, let's have a laugh, eh? Come on, that's really funny. Farts are funny. And there are serious philosophers who've worked on theories about why that is. The fart could even be the origin of comedy in a dramatic sense. Some historians believe that that's where comedy and even drama come from. People sitting around the campfires on the savannah and someone farts and everyone giggles. Would you stop doing that? They're just funny. You can't hear farts without laughing. Come on, Elwood, crack a smile at least. I'm leaving. No, no, no. Come on, come on. Look, let's just rewind here. I promise to hold off on the farts. I'll keep them in, as it were. Dear listener, I'm using a very good sound effects app, which has a particularly rich selection of fruity gaseous eruptions. (coughs) That was the last one. I promise. Are you sure? That was it. Promise. Okay. I'll stay, but only if you take my idea seriously. Of course, of course. We need to take any idea seriously that might help us address the climate crisis. Though, um, Greta Thunberg, she farts too, right? She's human, so of course she does. We all do. On average, 22 times a day. 22 times? Really? Think about it. Yeah, you're right. Tomorrow, I'm going to count them up. If only we had, like, a a Fitbit for farts. A fart bit? (laughs) That's funny, Elwood. You just made a joke. You'd be welcome on our comedy course here at South Mims U. Well, thanks. Fart bit. Yeah, that that's amusing. That's a killer. Sorry, I got excited. Was that you or... Uh, no, it wasn't the app. Sorry. Anyway. Isn't it a bit cheap laugh, though? It's cheap, but effective. Comedy is falling and farting at its core. You can build a verbal comedy on those foundations, and your audience will love you. All right. I'll take your word for it. You're the expert. Professor of Flatulence, that's me. Now, let's talk about your idea. Bovine flatulence. Explain. Livestock, cows and sheep, burp and fart a lot. And they produce 20% of global methane emissions. Burps produce methane too. They do. But burps aren't as funny, are they? I mean, they're just not as funny as farts. Sorry? When it comes to comedy, the burp is different to the fart. I guess it is. Why is that? Burp is just gross, but a fart is... Go on, admit it. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. A fart is funnier than a burp. You're damn right it is. So the theory that comedy came from prehistoric farts around the campfire is probably right. Probably. Now, my paper? Sorry, go on. Elwood. Elwood? That's an unusual name. It is. Now, many climate campaigners link global warming to livestock. It's a bit of a comedy name. What? Elwood P. Harvey. Sorry, but it's it's ringing a bell. Your name, it, it's familiar. My father thought it would be funny to name me Elwood Philip Harvey. I get it. 
Yes, the famous play Harvey by Mary Chase. About the six-foot invisible rabbit called Harvey? Yes, and James Stewart played the man who could see it. Elwood P. Dow. Oh, yeah, yeah, great movie. And sure, your surname is Harvey, so quite a wag, your dad. You could call him that, yeah. You don't appreciate the joke? I don't, but luckily, as years have passed, fewer and fewer people even get the reference. Millennials don't at all, so I'm pretty safe. Except when you venture into the faculty of comedy. I should have known. Don't worry, I won't mention it again. Thank you. Now, can I continue? You can. Sorry, go on. Okay. So, climate change is being driven by many human actions, but agriculture is probably one of the most significant. Most people focus on fossil fuel extraction, refinement, and usage, but it's out on the farm where a lot of the emissions are being produced, especially the industrial farms. And when livestock are involved, then it gets even worse. That's why so many people are seeking to cut down on meat of all kinds. So, fewer cows and sheep, and there's less methane. Well... Not just less methane. I'm not suggesting that global warming is being driven by burps and farts. It's being driven by the cutting down of trees for grazing land and by the intense use of fertilizers and pesticides and so, so on. you agree with people eating less meat? Actually, I'm, I'm ambivalent. You're on the fence? I am. The electrified fence? Any kind of fence. You see, look, you see, the point is that we're not even close to a real reduction in cattle ranching or sheep herding anytime soon. The global demand for meat is rising despite what campaigners in the more developed nations are saying or doing. It's just the woke brigade. No, no. They have a point, but we need to be realistic. You can't stop people eating meat overnight. So why not try to mitigate the environmental impact of the livestock while there is such a large number of them still? Good point. How does your idea work? We harness the flatulence and use it to generate energy. Uh, how does that work? I'll get to that in a moment, but the logic of my idea, it's, it's a sound one. And it's amusing. Yeah, I guess it is in a, in a way. Add a fart sound and you'll get people listening to you. Uh, perhaps you have a point, but you promised. No more sound effects. Sorry, sorry, that was the very, very last one. Promise, cross me out and hope to fart. Right, okay. You finished? Yeah. Okay. Biogas is 60% methane, and methane is good for generating power. So each cow can produce 3 kilowatts of heat, right? 3 kilowatts per fat? Sure. Not per fart, but per cow. So not per fat? No, per cow. And all cows fart? All cows fart. That's one of the few things you can be certain of. The cow's fat. As certain as a cow's fat. A new aphorism. <laughs> I'm sure that in some language somewhere, they have already coined that aphorism. Is it an aphorism or an adage? I hardly think that's the point. It's not an epigram. We could stick to the subject, please. Oh, sorry, sorry. A day's worth of cow fart is three kilowatts of power. And that means they produce that quantity each day, 365 days a year, each and every cow. Awesome power. Indeed, it is. So 1,095 kilowatts per year, per cow. Now it takes just 11 cows to deliver 12,400 kilowatts which is how much it takes to heat the average British home for a year. You're joking? No, I'm not joking. No, of course you're not. So, there are around 10 million cows in the UK right now, so we could provide power to 1 million homes, which is 4% of the total number of homes, approximately. So, we give everyone 11 cows, and then they also get free milk? Brilliant! Well, it's not that simple. Can't give the cows to people to keep in their gardens. What? 
would those who live in flats do? Keep them in the car park? No, no, you're right. You're being figurative? I am. I'm being figurative. But, Anne, here's the real potential in this idea. You could get scientists to work on getting the cows to fart even more. No, we'd be reducing the numbers of cows gradually, as fewer people eat meat, and as we improve agricultural processes to cut emissions. But, while there are so many cows, we'd harness their emissions to offset the damage that they do. Okay, I get you. Do we do the same for sheep? I mean, those little buggers are just as farty, like you said. We could, but we've only developed a collection device for cows. You've developed what? A device for collecting cow farts. Is that what that rubber thing is? Yeah, this is a patented bovine flatulator. A what? That's the technical name. We're working on a brand name with the Business Studies branding students. Looks like a flat rubber whoopee cushion. It does, you're right. That's it. What is? The brand name. What is? The whoopee. The whoopee that's going to save the world. I bet even Greta Thunberg will find that cute. Okay, I'll suggest it. You're not taking me seriously. I am, I am. You're the head of comedy studies. I take you very seriously. Are you joking? I can't tell if... Anyway, go on. This device... This patented device, which I invented, is based on a medical device that relieves patients of terrible swelling due to excess gas. Does it make a noise? Noise? A farting noise? No, it doesn't. I bet it does. It doesn't. Anyway, this rubber device is attached to the rear quarters of the cow. <laughs> rear quarters? Come on, Elwood. We're all adults here. It's attached. To the cow's ass. Where it collects the flatus. At the end of the day, the biogas is collected and pumped to a generator. Where it makes electricity? Yeah. And it makes a noise. That's not the point. Isn't that noise pollution? No, it's not. Millions of whoopee cushions going off every evening? I bet it's going to be loud. And funny. But a joke can wear off. See? Not funny anymore. God, that's depressing. I find that strangely depressing. Well... Maybe that'll be the unintended consequences of this plan. What? The thousands of years of comedy farts will become suddenly obsolete? Yeah, but will contribute to saving the planet. What's the point of that if, if farts are no longer funny? There are lots of things that are funny. But farts started it all. Well, that's your theory. No, it's a fact. The basis of all comedy, perhaps all civilization, is that farts are funny. We can go beyond that. No, no we can. Farts are meant to be funny. They should be funny. And I'm going to fight that they stay funny. That's a very uh, strange position to take, if I may say so. You may say it, but I don't have to agree with it. How likely is it that this whoopee for cows will catch on? We have large energy companies looking at it already. Oh. Okay, well I suppose there's nothing I can do about that. You could campaign for people to eat less meat. Could. But I love a good steak. Oh, what to do? Maybe the cows will find it funny. Don't they already? No, I don't think that they do. Have you ever seen a cow laugh? No, but that's my point. Too much of a good, gassy thing? Yeah. I really hope your idea turns out to be a... <laughs> a bunch of bull, as you Americans might say. That's a ride joke. Sorry, it would have been funnier if my aunt was in it. Look, we need to save the world. Yeah, we do, but not at the expense of comedy. What would be the point of a world without fart jokes and fart sounds? Perhaps people will still laugh. Go on, try your sound effects again. You think so? Go on, I'll let you in on a secret. Farts make me laugh too. Okay. You see? That's hilarious. 
you didn't actually laugh, though. I'm falling about inside, I promise you. You are? I am. So, my career isn't over? No, it isn't. Well, L.P. Harvey, it's been a fascinating, if surprising, discussion. The wrong guest, the wrong subject, but so much insight into a time of change and crisis. Thank you, Albert P. Harvey. I love your name. Thank you. And your clear pink eyes and those floppy ears. It's time to end the podcast, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Goodbye, and remember to subscribe and review. We love your reviews. Goodbye. <laughs>